Hey everybody, this is Carrie Davidson and Dr. Stephen Cowan, and you are listening to From the Ground Up, a podcast for parents. In this show, we teach you how to solve some big parenting challenges using holistic strategies. And what's really cool, we match the new strategies to your natural strengths and challenges so you know exactly what you need to grow inside yourself to implement them. Now let's get started. Take the free online Tornasol Kids Assessment on our website for yourself and for your kids at T-O-U-R-N-E-S-O-L-Kids.org. Get your scores for each of the five elements, fire, earth, gold, water, and wood. Your scores show you how you'll engage with the strategies we teach. Now, get ready to know your kids better and prepare to become the very best version of yourself along the way. In this episode, we're going to talk about the contrast between fast and slow. What happens if you have one person's characteristic, let's say a parent, who likes to get things done fast and likes goals being met, and someone else who's taking their time and they've got all the time in the world, driving that other person nuts? Stay tuned. Dr. Cowan, I have got to talk to you about this one today. Right. We all know how difficult it is when you have a teenager and you're trying to get that teenager out of bed in the morning to go to school. It could turn into World War Three. And I've had quite a number of those in my own house. But what happens when World War Three gets like multiplied by a million and you have a wood parent and a water child? To me, that sounds like the impossible combination. Like it's just never going to happen. So I'm curious. Yeah. Help those families. <laughs> this is a common, you know, I, I see this a lot. You know, a wood parent whose mission is to get the job done, mission accomplished, right? Get out the door, get the kids in school, go to work, type A kind of wood go-getters. And a water child who's like, doop, 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 taking yes. their time, thinking about the stars and the moon and daydreaming at breakfast and driving you crazy. So that's a button pusher situation. And yet we know those water kids are like the poets and writers and inventors of tomorrow that change the world. So, but there is this harsh reality, right? So what do you do? And for me, you know, understanding the gift of a water child, you know, that has to be unpacked for the wood person. You know, whether it's a father or a mother that's being driven crazy, um, this idea of, well, every child is a teacher, right? This is what I say over and over again. And so what is that child teaching you about what's important in life, right? So that's the first lesson, right? What is important? You know, would people need to learn how to slow down a little bit and keep things in perspective because they're going to have a heart attack by the time they're 45 and we don't want that. So that's the teachable moment from the child to the parent. And yet there's practicalities of still got to get the kid to school on time because, you know, it's just they don't want to hear from the principal later in the day, right? And also parents take the responsibility of doing their job of 
mission accomplished, get the child to school very seriously. So this flip side is, what are we supposed to do? What is the teachable moment? Instead of blaming that child or saying there's something wrong with that child, what's the teachable moment is, what are kids live in the Einsteinian view of time, which is infinite time. And there is practicalities there. So Wood has to step back and look at gold power, metal power, which understands there are rules to time. We will get to school at nine o'clock. That's a very metal thing, right? So water people have no sense of time. So we have to teach a water person how to feel time because they generally just have, are oblivious. Most of us know how long time takes, but they have no time, no, no sense of time. So learning how to practically feel how long five minutes is, mm. is really important. And there's an easy, quick way to do it. I'd love to hear it. Yeah. When you say easy and quick, I am like all ears. Yeah, and it, it's, it's so simple that people forget that they have to do it. In fact, would people think I shouldn't have to do this? But for a water kid, out of love, they just don't develop a normal sense of time until we teach them what it feels like. I've had kids sitting in my office and after, you know, 10 minutes, I say, so, hey, buddy, how long do you think this was? And they'll say, uh, four hours or one minute they just can't feel it so helping them feel time goes like this first you buy them a spot a stopwatch or better yet these days you can there's one built into almost every phone and then you spend a week timing little things that maybe take five minutes how long it takes to tie your shoes or brush your teeth or you know put on your pants whatever find things that are average around five minutes and measure them every day. Have him track them in a journal. Okay. Right? And then at the end of the week, you quiz him and say, hey, buddy, um, you're going to put your pants on. How long do you think it's going to take? What does it feel like it's going to take? Right? So that they start getting a feeling. And then you can play this game saying, okay, close your eyes or go sit in the bathroom and tell me when five minutes is up. This okay. is your test. Right? And you get five points or you get something if you can accurately get it within a minute or something like that. So you're actually teaching them how to feel time before you can expect them mm -hmm. to know it. And this is so unusual that getting insight into the nature of a child who has water power is that they just, it doesn't come naturally. They have Leonardo da Vinci time, right? They're thinking like, I've got all the time in the world to finish Mona Lisa and never finished it. Right. <laughs> wow. Right. So, so this is key. I think we fall into the trap as parents of just expecting them. You're seven years old. You should know that you have to get up on time, right? Yeah. But yeah. this is, you know, it's like saying I should know how to be, you know, an expert at anything, right? Mm -hmm. This doesn't come naturally to water kids. Have compassion for them. Make it an open opportunity to teach them a little metal quality because metal mm -hmm. feeds water. Mm -hmm. That'll get them into understanding what on time means. Mm -hmm. I think it's also, it's probably hard for a wood parent to do that. You know, wood is all about got to do it now, has to be now, but also sometimes doesn't really value 
that gold quality and it's like why do i have to do that <laughs> that's true that's true it's kind yeah. of constraining to practice something yeah right because gold is all about practice and and so water is caught between gold and wood wood is in a hurry to get things done fast fast is good for wood yeah. on time is gold by the clock and water is slow is good <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's caught in between these two and we want to move it along to say, well, sometimes slow is good. Take your time. Because a lot of times we'll say, come on, quick, let's go to school. And when you're doing your SAT, take your time or whatever. You, you know, when you're writing your essay, take your time. Don't rush it. So we're caught in this time warp as, as children. What do you want me to take my time or you want me to do it fast? Yeah. Right? And so they don't really understand that. And we want to nuance it to show there are certain places where fast is good. Mm -hmm. And one of the other little tricks I do with water kids is say, let's see who can get to the car first. Okay. And you make it a little contest, right? Okay. Now, if you have a water 14-year-old, they say, I don't care. You can just go by yourself. But when you have a 7 or 8-year-old, you can actually train this as a contest, which is a very woody thing. Let's see who can win and, you know, fire them up, you know, get them going, give them a goal. Another, another trick besides the stopwatch or timing everything so they feel five minutes and then 10 minutes and then five. You know, you can get a water kid to feel about 15 minutes. After that, it's all infinity for them. But at least you can get them up, work them up like in the shallow end of five, 10, 15. The other thing you can do is have them you know, kind of track time in, in other ways, you know, to practice, um, you know, moving slow and moving fast, you know, literally practice it, you know, let's see how fast you can um, run down the hall. And now let's see you do it in slow motion, you know, and just get them used to, you know, that fast is not bad. Because sometimes the dynamic that happens between a wood parent who's in a hurry and a water child is the water child becomes like a donkey. And the more faster you pull them, the more they sit down and refuse to be pulled. And so that pulling, pushing doesn't work. It just frustrates everybody. I can, I'm like imagining the frustration building in the parents, like from the parents' perspective and the child's, that whole donkey situation, I could see exploding into like a quite a painful miserable interaction totally and and the way it, the way it plays out is in a kind of um you can't make me no right? matter what you do you can't make me I'm not, I'm not i'm not eating those brussels sprouts <laughs> or you know like you know i had a daughter who was like this and she would sit in the morning and eat her breakfast daydreaming or reading a book or doing something and come on we gotta go and she said yeah i know i'll i'll be there and i know she's going to be late and so she, her her mo was always waiting till the very last minute and it was always like a big thing you know and everybody was hysterical and she wandered in and got it done because somehow it doesn't face water yeah. kids i look at that as a skill it's very zen yeah. I kind of like it. The model of fast is good, which is our society, you know, is a problem. Remember, I've studied Tai Chi for 35 years, and that's all about slowing everything down. Yeah. So there's fast 
and slow both have their merits and we want them to make friends that there's a time and a place for fast and a time and a place for slow so i feel like having listened to this conversation that i have a lot of things i could do to help my kid i would ask one question for a wood parent who has not practiced for 35 years and knowing that you mentioned in the beginning that one of these um one of the dynamics here is that this child is the teacher, but in order to teach, to learn something, you have to kind of soften to it and accept it. So what are some ways that wood people can kind of self-regulate in those teachable moments that hurt? Want to hear how to solve this challenge? Stay tuned and we'll show you how right after this message from our incredible sponsor. The health and well-being of our children are of utmost importance, and that's why we love recommending Griff and Ivy Rose to our friends and family. They offer a 360-degree wellness approach, including bath and body, probiotics, and herbal supplements, all influenced by traditional Chinese medicine with sustainable packaging. For more information on their products and mission, visit griffandivyrose.com. That's G-R-Y-P-H-A-N-D-I-V-Y-R-O-S-E.com. Yeah, the teachable wood moment, that's a beautiful question, is um, wood people, when they're real masters of wood, meaning they're incorporating the other four into their life with love and acceptance, is to always have a backup plan. Okay. And to expect them to be late without okay. indignation, to say, he's going to be late tomorrow. What's my backup plan to get him there on time and self-reflect on those buttons that are being pushed in me if i have a backup plan it doesn't drive me crazy mm -hmm. and so a backup plan might be i'm going to lay out his clothes tonight mm -hmm. so that he doesn't have to go wandering into his closet looking and i don't know what to wear mm -hmm. you know so proactive is a very wood high wood skill that you can tap into so that the expectation doesn't keep blowing up in your face yeah there's more forgiveness in that. You know? Yeah, totally. I love that. Yeah. So plan ahead, plan the night before. Have it Pro proactive, building in backup plans where, you know, it's taking too long and things like that. Yeah. So that's on the teachable moment for the parent, the wood parent. The teachable moment for the water child is to learn how to feel time. Yeah. Because they're time blind in some ways. I don't even want to call it time blind. They just, we say, dance to the beat of a different drummer. And, you know, trying to get Thoreau out the, of the house would take hours also. So let's honor the gift of it. And that different drummer is often like going. Yeah. Not. So honoring that and trying to figure out how to feel time, I think it's the key element that we want people to recognize when they're, when they're thinking about this discordance between fast and slow. I love it. So it's like compassion, acceptance, but the practical you know, things we can do are, are those activities we, can, we have to also plan ahead and help our kids feel. There's fun. one other dynamic I want to end with, which is the, the bridge between water and wood, which is winter and spring energy. Winter slows down, wood, spring, you know, 
is Earth, right? Earth is kind of like the pivot point of those two. And Earth is recognizing or uh, uh, empathy mm -hmm. for how the teacher is going to feel if you show up late. Mm-hmm. Or if mommy has to get to work late because you're dragging your heels. So tapping into empathy within the wood, uh, within the water child really expands their horizons of why it's important to be on time and often motivates compliance with this made up thing that gold people made up, which is minute by minute the day is broken up which isn't reality reality is time mm -hmm. flows so when would you have that conversation the empathy conversation with your child like in the heat of the moment no no again wood always has to be to be heroic wood proactive so the night before you're saying so buddy how do you think your teacher feels if we show up late it's important to me empathy for me is you know i'm responsible for you as a parent you understand that right dude and you know i i don't feel like i'm doing a good job if my kid shows up late you understand that's empathy training the pivot point and how do you think the teacher feels when she wants to get the class going and in you walk late right so we want to help think about others as much as ourselves and fire up that motivation that it's not just about you and your fantasy world in your room with your Legos or whatever. Mm -hmm. So that's a key element I find very, very important for balancing both wood and water. Empathy, you know, changes the motive because wood people get caught up in just finish lines, but actually the deeper meaning behind the gold minute and by the goal, the goal of wood is you're doing it for others. I love it. That's like listening to you say that. I just feel like such a sense of expansion. Like my, I feel my heart. Like I want to be in that family. I want to be with those people. <laughs> it just feels so good. So different yeah. from the beginning. That's how you're really growing uh, yeah. a healthy family from the ground up. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Thank you, Dr. Cowan. All right. See you next time. See ya. <laughs> if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you find value in this podcast, please share with your friends and families so we can continue to spread awareness and impact the lives of others. <laughs>